My name is David Green. Uh, I'm senior partner of a uh, firm of uh, lawyers, Edwin Co., uh, based in Lincoln's Inn, uh, and I'm head of the Class Action Finance Group. Um, you might uh, know about class actions when you think about um, actions uh, of uh, large groups in the United States, uh, and um, the way in which uh, group litigation works, uh, both here and in the United States, and increasingly in Europe, is um, to provide access to justice, access to the enforcement of rights for large groups of people, uh, uh, like consumers, um, uh, like shareholders, uh, those that are affected by environmental change, uh, in order to be able to gain access to the courts and the enforcement of their rights. Uh, policymakers uh, have recognised the need to ensure that there is a collective process for the court. Uh, it was recognised in the last 30 years uh, that um, the procedures for the court must ensure that individuals can indeed club together uh, in order to bring a claim. Uh, the first change was uh, group litigation orders uh, and those uh, are simply that uh, a, a claim is commenced uh, and a register is set up uh, and uh, individuals join the register and then will be represented in front of the court. Um, the procedure is closely monitored by the court, as is the register, uh, and um, individuals will be chosen out of the register in order to uh, represent uh, the uh, claim. In competition claims, uh, we've had a recent uh, legislative change under the Consumer Rights Act uh, 2015, which came into effect a year later, 2016, and that introduced um, to uh, our process uh, the US-style opt-out process. Now that's what you normally think of as a class action, which is opt-out. So that means that the court certifies who is in the claim, uh, and we call that a, a certification process for a class, and if you're in the class, determined by the court, uh, then unless you opt out of the process, you're going to be determined within that class, i.e. the court's decision in relation to it will be binding on you. Uh, and that is a fresh process um, that we haven't previously had uh, in this jurisdiction, uh, but uh, we're just really working out how it's working. So we've had now about um, six years of it, uh, and uh, it's taking off slowly. There have been some cases uh, that have gone right up to Supreme Court in relation to it, but it is a system working itself out. The new opt-out process, however, only applies to competition claims, and they tend to be cartel claims, i.e. where traders have got together and they've fixed a price, uh, which is unlawful. Uh, and um, you can bring a claim uh, as a result of uh, a finding by a regulator that there has been a cartel. Alternatively, abuse of a dominant position, which means that a trader, uh, a company, uh, is dominant within a particular market, whatever it is, uh, and has been abusing that dominance. And for instance, there have been some claims against uh, the likes of Google or other traders uh, that uh, have dealt with abuse of a dominant position. Uh, we have had also recently uh, a change uh, in the common law, i.e. the common law is determined by the court, uh, in a case uh, of Lloyd and Google. Uh, that was a case brought under a particular provision within uh, the Civil Procedure Rules, 196, uh, and although uh, the case itself failed, 
uh, under 19.6. The court pointed out various ways in which um, CPR 19.6 might be used for group litigation. Uh, and uh, we, uh, with long experience with this, these things, uh, are looking at how we might be able to use that, particularly for claims for investors. Uh, otherwise, um, there are changes in other jurisdictions. Um, the European Union has been generally against class actions, particularly against opt-out process. Uh, but um, the Commission has been changing its view uh, in order to uh, bring those uh, into effect. Uh, but um, what does the future hold for us? Well, first thing I'd say about the future is that I think we're going to see a growing number of collectivization of uh, claimants. Uh, and that might be, for instance, in climate change uh, litigation or environmental litigation. Also, I think that we'll see many more data breach cases uh, coming to the courts. Uh, so I think we're going to see a broadening of the scope of uh, group litigation uh, going forward. Uh, and the question is, how's the court going to deal with that? How's government going to deal with that to ensure that people are entitled and are able uh, to get their day in court to pursue their claims, pursue their rights or enforce them? So important in relation to, for instance, environmental issues. Um, and that's the, the issue in front of the government at the moment is uh, I think we will still see changes. I think we'll see the opt-out process extended in due course. Uh, and I think we'll see CPR 19.6 used quite extensively uh, in due course. Uh, that really is for the court. Uh, but uh, I think that whatever we're presented with, whatever challenges we've had in the past, whatever challenges we have in the future, we will work a way to bring your claim in front of the court to ensure that you can pursue your rights.